of Romans chapter 5 from verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 5 says, And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Let's just worship God. Let us thank him afresh. For it's not because we have been good. It's because of the righteousness of Christ. Even in this season, the peace that we have in the midst of turbulence. Many a times situations and circumstances confront us. It seems as if we will be put to shame. It seems as if that's the end of things. But Lord, in his mercy, he is speaking for us at the right hand of God. The man of God made us to understand yesterday that we are seated in the heavenly realms. Can you begin to picture that with the eye of the Spirit and begin to worship God for that which you have done? Lord, you are good. You are so good, Master Jesus. And your mercy is forevermore. They are new every morning. And great is your faithfulness. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Master Jesus. For over the, uh, the man of God, the woman of God, the members of the presbytery, to the ch- children yet unborn in this house, so we say thank you. Thank you, Master Jesus. When we are but few in numbers, you want kings concerning us. Touch not my knotted one and do my prophet no harm. Thank you for watching over your word to fulfill it in the household of Christ's faith tabernacle. If we can multiply 32 years by 365 days, those are days. If we can times it by the second, they are too numerous for us to say thank you. We worship you. We worship you with understanding in our hearts. Those who honor the Lord offer thanksgiving unto his name. We say Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, our Lord and King. You are good, Lord. You are good. 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 And your mercy is forevermore. You are worthy to be glorified. You are worthy to be exalted. You are worthy to be lifted up. Master, we worship your name. Thank you for not allowing the household of Christ's faith tabernacle to be put to shame. Thank you, Master Jesus. Thank you for being our battlers. Thank you for fighting the battles for us. The battles yet we know, the one we do not know. Thank you for giving us victory all around. For you are the mighty warrior. The almighty is your name. The warrior is your name. The lion of the tribe of Judah is your name. Oh, we magnify your name, ancient of days. Thank you for how you have kept us abreast. Thank you for not allowing the waters of life to dry us. We magnify your name. We thank you for that which you have done for us. We worship you. Thank you for the many souls you have added to Christ's tabernacle in the journey of 32 years. Thank you for marriages. Thank you for children born in this household. Thank you for taking us from glory to another. We say thank you. For you are worthy to be glorified. You are worthy to be exalted. You are worthy to be lifted up. Thank you for giving up hope 
helplessness. Thank you for giving us reason to sing, reason to shout hallelujah, reason to worship you, reason to honor you. Above all things, thank you for not allowing the household of Christ set tabernacle to shipwreck. Thank you for not allowing your words to be watered down in the lips of your servant. We say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are good Lord and your mercy is forevermore. We worship you our Lord and King for you are worthy to be glorified. You are worthy to be exalted. You are worthy to be lifted up. We say thank you. Thank you Lord. Begin to say Lord the table you have set for me tonight I will die with you my Lord and King. When thou O Lord are not passing by do not pass me by. My Lord when thou O Lord you are calling tonight do not pass anyone by. Thank you, O Lord, for the banquet that you have prepared for us tonight, the special food of the Spirit. We will dine with you and we will be satisfied. Our longing souls will be satisfied tonight. Father, we exalt your name, for you will take us from one level of glory to another tonight. We thank you for the fresh apple of your Spirit. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are prayed with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Now the Bible says in the book of First Chronicles chapter 28. Read in verse 9. It says, And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. I want us to lift up our voices and thank God for the privilege we have to seek his face in this season. The Bible says when we acknowledge God and serve him with wholehearted devotion, we will have an understanding of that which he has in store for us. It says, if we seek him, he will be found by us. So I want us to lift up our voice and thank God for the privilege and the opportunity that we have in this season to seek his face and to have an, an intimate knowledge with him, of him. Let's lift up our voices in prayer. Father, we give you praise and we thank you tonight. We thank you, Lord God, in this season, Father God Almighty, for we have come together, Father, to seek you, Lord, and to acknowledge you with wholehearted devotion. Lord, we have come with a willing heart. We have come, Lord God, with a willing mind. We have come, Father God Almighty, to have a deeper understanding because you have said to us that we should come up. Father God Almighty, Lord, when Solomon sought you, my Father and my God, when he sought you wholeheartedly, Father, you revealed things to him. So, Father God Almighty, that which you have planned, that which you have purposed, that which you have ordained, that which you have prepared for us, Lord God, in this season, Father, as we hunger and thirst after you in righteousness, as we seek your face, Lord God, with wholehearted devotion, we ask in the name of Jesus, Father, that your promise 
promises concerning that which you have ordained, your promises concerning that which you have purposed, your promises, Father God, concerning us in this season, Father. Lord, that it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God Almighty, for the opportunity that we have, Lord, to seek you, Father God, with wholehearted devotion. Thank you, Father God Almighty. We give you praise and we thank you, our Lord and our God. We glorify and exalt your name, Father God Almighty. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, we glorify and exalt your name. We thank you, Father God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now, the Bible says in the book of Joshua, chapter 23, verse 14, Joshua was about to leave. And, he, and it reads, Now I am about to go the way of all the earth. You know with all your heart and soul that not one, now listen, not one of all the good promises the Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. Now I want us to cast our minds back and just consider the promises of God concerning your life. And I want us in this 32nd year to look back and to thank God because His covenant with us has remained the same. Let's thank God because not one of His promises concerning us has failed. And not one will fail because our God is a faithful God. There is no variableness. Let's lift up our voices and thank Him tonight. Father God, we thank you, Lord God Almighty, because of your good promises concerning us in Christ's faith tabernacle. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, because with our eyes we have seen, with our ears, with our heart, Father God, we have experienced that which you have ordained, that which you have planned, that we have purpose in our season, in our generation. We are living testimonies, Father God, of your goodness, our Lord and our God. Thank you, Lord, because you have not failed us and you will not fail us. Because your word, Father God, is true. Your word says, Father God Almighty, that not one of all your good promises, Lord, concerning us has failed. And we thank you, Lord God, because not one of your promises concerning us in this season will fail. Not one of your promises, Lord God, concerning us in this convention has failed or will fail. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, because with you, nothing is impossible. We give you glory and we give you praise, our Lord and our God. We thank you, our Father and our God. We glorify and exalt your name, Lord God Almighty. We give you praise and we thank you because you do not fail, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord tonight. God is good all the time. God has been so good to us for these 30 second days. I've been thinking, 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 and my heart is saying back to me the word of God from the book of Psalms. What shall we render to the Lord for all that he has done for us? Not only for me. God has done so much for us in this church. I began to cry. And I'm looking at Jesus on the cross at the same time. I'm looking at uh, Moses, how God used Moses to be leading the children of Israel. You know, and I'm looking at how apostles paid a lot of tasks to make sure that this church goes on. Men and women of God, we must lift up the hand of the apostle. We must support this work. In these 32nd years, as we are moving forward, we must make sure that we lift up the hand of the man of God. 
We must not just come to church and just a touching, touching, touching. No. We must make sure that we move forward with the man of God. Hence the book of Exodus. You have known it all the time. What happened around Mount Sinai, he said on the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on the very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they set out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai. And Israel came there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God and God called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the house of Christ, faith tabernacle. And Moses here is Apostle Williams that has been carrying us with the Lord, you know, for 32 years. This is what you have to say. So the house of Christ, faith tabernacle, here tonight. And what you have to tell the people of Israel. You yourself are being what I did, you have seen what I did to uh, uh, Egypt and how I carried you on wing, what I did to the world. For these 32 years, you have gone through several things. But God has carried us on wings. That's verse 4. It has been my, my, my verse. He said, and how I carried you on wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully in this year, we are going to obey God. Let's make that covenant that in this 32nd year, we are going to obey God. Because he said, now, if you obey me fully, you know there is partial obedience. There is full obedience. I want to be part, part of the full obedience. Hallelujah. It's, it's easy to serve the Lord. It's easy to come to church and pretend. It's easy to laugh. Some people are the ones that get that. It's easy to say all these things. But the fullness of service is what God demands in this 32nd year. He said, now if you obey me fully. I want you to mark that verse 5 of that 19. Obeying God fully as we continue in this journey. Because... Guess what? When you are not fully obedient to God, you are not fully obedient to the word of God, <laughs> devil will just pick you out. They will pick you out of the journey. People fall off the train. People fall off the bus. I will not fall in the name of Jesus. He said, now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be treasured possession. Out of all nations... Nations, you will be my treasured possession. Hallelujah. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests. Hallelujah. The Bible says we are royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people. You, you are a priest. It's not only those that are really ordained, you are ordained from the womb. From that day that you said yes to Jesus, you become that kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you have to speak to the children of Israel. So, obedient, obeying God fully. I can read on and on. There is a lot to get from that scripture. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship God. Make promise, Lord, in this 32nd year, as I go ahead, as you continue many, many years, if, if you tarry, Lord Jesus, I will obey you fully. I will not make that covenant tonight. Lord, help every member of Christ's church of Anakulo, God. I stand in God as a priest of God. Help us to obey you fully, Lord Jesus. For this at the second year, and as we continue to move on and on, if you tarry, help us to obey you fully, Lord Jesus. Touch our hearts. Touch our mind. Help us in everything that we do. Even people that are joining this church later on in, in the years. 
Help us all to obey you fully. Obedience is the key. Obedience is the key to open every door. Help us to listen to the man of God that you have set ahead, that has set over us, Lord Jesus. Obedient heart. Give us an obedient heart, Lord Jesus, to serve you, to obey you fully, to do your will. We want to thank you for the years that you have carried us on wings like eagles. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for the way you have taken us this far. We want to thank you for all the surprises that you have given to us, that you are going to give to us, oh God. We exalt you. We magnify your name. We are going to obey you fully, Lord Jesus. So that we can do your will to the end. So that we can reign with you to the end. Help us to obey you, God. Help us to be seated with you. You have confirmed to us again, Lord Jesus, that we are your precious possession, Lord Jesus. So, Father, help us. Help us, help us, help us. Help us, help us, help us, oh God, to obey you fully. Lord, I will do your will to the end. I will do your will to the end. I will do your will to the end. Everything, oh God, that you have ordained me to do. Help me to do it in the household of faith. Help me not to fall on the way. Help me not to fall on the way. Help me not to fall on the way. Help me not to fall on your wings, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the angel of Christ, the tabernacle, that has been leading us, O God. We exalt your God, we magnify your name. We give you praise. Obedience is the key this year. In this year of light, we will twinkle. In this year of light, we will twinkle like the star of heaven in the name of Jesus. In this year of light, Lord Jesus, we will reflect you like never before. We are your treasured possession, O God. We are your treasured possession, O God. We are priests, O God. We are the kingdom of priests. Help us not to sit in the camp of the unrighteous, Lord Jesus. As you have designed us, O God, so shall we be in the name of Jesus. Father, we glorify your name. Obedient heart is the key. Obedient heart is the key. A heart of stone take away. In the name of Jesus, give us a heart of flesh. In the name of Jesus, obedient heart, Lord Jesus. Malice all gone. Lies all gone. Lying lives all gone. In the mighty name of Jesus. A heart of obedience, Lord Jesus, to listen to what the Spirit is saying to us this year. Father, we glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Without wasting time tonight, shall we with an uplifted hand read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart toward his walls, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, 
the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. The song from Psalm 145, please. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth is speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever.
up our voice and just give him all the glory. We give you all the glory, oh God. Lord, our King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord, we worship you, oh God. Just begin to bless the name of the Lord. We worship your name.
whatever is named as this is in your body. The Bible says, and God gave him a name that is above all names. There is a name that swallows disease. There is a name that swallows death. There is a name that swallows sickness. There is a name that swallows AIDS. There is a name that swallows COVID. There is a name that swallows syndromes. I speak in the name of the Lord of hosts. Even in the name of Jesus. Every infirmity be destroyed if you are rich in Jesus' name. Leave the bodies that you are occupying. I command from the crown of your head like fire. Receive the healing of Jesus Christ. Receive the healing of Jesus Christ. Hey, the one who healed the woman yesterday who came with crutches. The one who healed the elder yesterday who gave the testimony of a finger that is cut off completely. The one who raised the dead that testified among God. The one who saved your soul. Even in his name. The highest authority that is, that was, and is to be. I command every build up of the devil over your life to crumble. Every obstacle that the enemy has laid before you, I command them to be removed. Is it not written? He will break down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. Gates of bronze be broken down. Bars of iron be cut through into pieces. Yoke of the devil be shattered. Bodies of Satan be lifted up. Purpose of God be established. Purpose of God be established. Plans of God be manifest. In every life that listen to me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And the will of the Father for you today. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Our God and King will bless your name. We give you the glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together with the King of Heaven. This is our Shiloh. This is our Shiloh. Where we come to be fired. Be rekindled. Can you see my, my grandbaby please? Wow, put your hands together, brother. Brother Junior, Brother Samuel, kings will hear your voice. Their princes will dance to your tune. Welcome, some beside the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the choir, please. Song of Angel. 
19, no, 2019, March, an angel of the Lord appeared to me and told me that the church of God on earth have been praying and sending the fire of God against the paths of the enemy and it's worked. Because when you release the fire of God, the enemies take on their heels. He says, but you have not used the fire of God enough. He says, tell my people on earth, the lost people on earth, to begin to pray that the Holy Spirit will send his fire into their heart, into their soul, into their body. To destroy every planting of the enemy. And it will be so. And people of God will live a better life. Many things you struggle to overcome. Plantings of the devil where you are asleep. Plantings of the devil that came by influence of men. By discussion that is inspired by the enemy. Deceitfully. He says those things will be destroyed. We are going to lift up our voices together and call the fire of the Holy Spirit to pass through our bodies, to pass through our soul, to pass through our heart and destroy every planting of the enemy in this, in this night that the will of the Father be fulfilled over you. Begin to tell the Lord, send your fire into me, send your fire into me, send your fire, send your fire, send your fire, send your fire. Don't let your fire pass through me, let your fire pass through me, let your fire pass through my body, let your fire pass through my soul. Let your fire pass through my spirit. Let it pass through my heart, O oh God. Whatever the devil had planted by evil communication while I was asleep, while I was unconscious, Lord, fire of the Holy Spirit. Take them out, take them out. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, Lord, by your holy fire. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, Lord, by your holy fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says the strangers shall be weary. They will run out of their hibernation. Every stranger be consumed with fire. Every stranger be consumed with fire. In the name of Jesus. I weary you, carpals of hell. I weary you as uh, agents of the devil. I command the fire of God against you. Satan, the blood of Jesus against you. Fire, fire, pass through me. Purify me, pass through me. Purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me, purify me. Send your fire, Holy Spirit. Send your fire, Holy Spirit. Send your fire over my household, over my children. In the name of Jesus, send your fire. Begin to tell the Lord to send his fire. Oh Lord Yeah Lord Let your fire pass through this sacrifice Blessed be your name O oh God Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Please be seated. In this meeting, you see, the testimony I was given, when the angel spoke to me, he began, the angel first started singing this song, Be Thou My Battle Shield. This is 2019. He said that should be a song as we going in down the year and we should sing it throughout the year but if you look at this song and look at what happened thereafter 2020 to 2022 
Be thou my battle shield, sword for the fight. We didn't know that COVID was coming. We didn't know that Putin was going to send the whole world into disarray. Is the angel not correct? He knows that sword is coming. And he said, be thou my dignity, thou my delight. Many more people will fall away from faith. And you need to be one of those who uphold the faith. In these terrible days of falling away, before the end revival will strike, the Lord will be your delight. He says, Thou my soul shelter, thou my high tower. If it had not been that we are under the shelter of the most during COVID, many of us contacted people who had COVID. Even we contacted COVID and we didn't die. Some contacted it and it didn't have effect among you. Because he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And that angel said, Raise me thou heavenward. And that is the scripture he has given us this year. Revelation chapter 4. O power of my power. And that is the theme of this convention. Let's read together Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Shall we? The voice I have heard as I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. It says, and the voice I have first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up either. So you have heard the voice of Jesus for some time, maybe in your mind. That's your own level. You have heard the voice of Jesus in your dream. That's another level. But in this season, you will begin to hear the voice of God audibly. The same voice that I've been speaking to you. And then he says, No, go back to verse 1. But that voice that you will hear now says, Come up hither. Take thou me heavenward. The purpose of this conference is to tune our heart and mind heavenward. Because a lot of Confusion, like we looked at it in, in the seminar today. You have a lot of volatility, volatile situations, complex, ambiguous situations, uncertainties all over the world. The people of the world are more confused today than they were confused in 1918. First World War, Second World War, the confusion then is not as it is today. But more is coming. But when all these chaos and calamities and woes are flying about, somebody will have access to the holy place of God to see the end of the matter. Because it says, For God revealed the end 
from the beginning. Some people we have unction and they will have understanding of the spirit to see where the end of the battle will be when the nations are confused. When your workmates are confused. Some people we have knowledge when your office is rocking to pieces. And people fidget and people are so uncertain of their jobs or uncertain of their future. Some people will feel so cool because by the spirit of the living God, it will be revealed to them what the end of their own matter will be. And this is the reason why God has called us to this convocation. And so, I've been teaching you on the entrance into the power of Most High. I've established to you the supremacy of Jesus Christ over all creation, even angels. I've explained to you the jurisdiction of Christ. And I've explained to you the eternal purpose of God to make man a ruler on the face of the earth. But I've spoken to you also on the operation of the power of the spirits. From Friday last week, we have been having visitation every time we met. And each night has been defined for a particular unction or the other. And as much as my, my desire is that we are going to prophetic tonight, I can see the wave of prophetic, but it has not reached the peak, and it will reach it tomorrow. So tomorrow, we are entering into it. It is in the spiritual. If you have spiritual learning, understanding, you don't suffer when the tide is not to the peak. If you do, you break your, your, your feet, or you break, you know, your instrument. But when the tide, the waves go up, waves, I mean, then you roll in the tide. And it is the wave that will carry you. In this meeting, God has done quite a lot of things and increased your, your ability in various ways. Tonight will not be different. And tomorrow will be the crown. A Christian must understand times and seasons. When the power of God is present, you must know the power is present. And you must understand what the presence is for. Whether it's for prophetic, whether it's for healing, whether it's for declaration, whether it's for signs and wonders. And we have seen over these days that we have been teaching, I've been teaching you, God has not taught us only, but he has manifested himself in signs and wonders, in healing, in what he says. You have been impacted and you have seen him demonstrate it. Now, you are going to be empowered now to go out and manifest it. That is what today, tomorrow, and Sunday is for. But today, I want to zero in on the kingdom. The kingdom of God. We looked yesterday, we started to look into the kingdom of God since yesterday. And with the focus on operating the power of the kingdom. 
So the main topic is the kingdom of God. But the subtitle is Operating the Power of the Kingdom. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20, it says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. If you look at the book of Mark 16, verse 20, it says, Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord walked with them and confirmed his word with signs and wonders. That tells me that the church that will bring revival, which will bring the Antichrist, I share with you today, we looked at the scriptures about the Antichrist a little bit. For you just to know that all the phenomena people are passing about the vaccine is nonsense. Some are saying that the vaccine is the Antichrist mark because they are naive. Naivety is a terrible condition, state of mind. When somebody is ignorant, I think ignorance is a semiconductor to naivety. To be naive is such a terrible thing. That is, you are making claims in the area that you are unlearned. Some said vaccine is the mark of the beast. And I will tell them that this war will continue for more than 20 years before the return of the Lord. And we know that when the beast gives you mark, you have only three and a half years more from the Bible. So if we all remain on earth after three and a half years, everyone who believes that vaccine is mark of the beast should pack their load and leave this world because you are Confucianists. They have spoken on behalf of God when God did not send them. There is a bitter punishment for people who do that. Because Jesus said, It is better for you than a milestone is tied on your neck and you drown than for you to mislead these young ones. So everyone who on earth are listening to me should recognize my words that you will stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give account. To the falsehood or falsifying the intentions of God. But for you who are God-centered, we discover today that the Bible tells us, Jesus said this in the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 14. When he was talking about the signs of the end. What will put an end to the world? What will bring the Antichrist to manifest? Let us read it together. Shall we? And this gospel. I want to see you eyeball to eyeball. You know, the word of God is mystery. But it is the writings of the Father to those who have the Holy Spirit only. So an educated man who has Holy Spirit understands the Bible and a professor of philosophy to him is mystery. 
In this scripture, Jesus was talking about the signs of the end from verse 4. So his disciples came to him and asked him, what will be the sign of the end and your coming? And this is what began this dialogue. And Jesus began to speak to them many things that will happen. He says, kingdom will rise against kingdom. Putin will rise against Europe. And Europe will rise against Libya. And all these chaos and calamities we go in. He says, but that is the beginning of the bad pain. Bad pain. When wars are fought, and they have a cause, people say, they are fighting them because they did this. Tell me why did Putin attack an innocent human being? It's a costless war. And you will expect that United Nations, America as mighty as they are, NATO as mighty as they are, with all the bragging they have been giving us comfort, now a test of their ability now confront their face and they are confused. But there is someone who is not confused. He knows the end from the beginning. His name is Jesus. <laughs> and we who believe in him can enter into him and know what will be the end of the matter. Hallelujah, somebody. Listen to me. There is a kingdom that is confused all over with an agenda of extermination. They gather themselves now in the country you call Ukraine, surrounded the boundaries of the nation of Ukraine, with their seat of office and operation in Russia, a place called Kremlin. They have gathered, they have had their meeting, their council have met, they have decided, and it is settled. But the Bible says, why do the nations rage? The kings of the earth gather themselves against the Lord and his anointed, that they may frustrate the eternal plan of the Father. But he says, he that sits in heaven shall see them in derision, for he laughs at them. The Lord will see them in derision. So Jesus was saying, there will be war, rumors of war, and all manners of things will happen. People will, the love of many will wax cold. Brothers will come against brothers. Christians will be slaughtered by others. He says, but the end has not come. Then he now went to the scripture and said, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world. Then the end will come. So if anybody says COVID vaccine is Antichrist mark, you should read the words of Jesus Christ. That we have not seen that revival yet. So Antichrist cannot manifest until we church rise up and bring that revival and all over the world they hear the gospel. Understand, what I want to show you today, briefly, is that kind of revival and that kind of word. You know, we have been preaching the word in our churches. We have gone to the streets to preach in uh, evangelism. We have done crusades in various places. We have gone to streets, you know, all the time. You know, telling people about Jesus Christ. I knew time to burst open from heaven. Because bloodshed of innocent people provoke the heart of God for mercy. Even if those guys don't know God. 
But because they are innocent and they are slaughtered, God is not happy. And when God will respond, He sends revival. Check it out. Check it out. The First World War ended in revival. Second World War, explosive revival. Whenever the devil strikes like this, it's because God is about to do something, and devil wants to destroy it. God is about to move on the face of the earth, and the devil wanted to stop it, and so he will come in all this rampage, and it is in the midst of it that God moves. Let me give you evidence. 1906, revival of uh, Azusa Street started. 1917, the revival started in Nigeria. Then 1918, there was war. 1930, a great revival started by, in Nigeria by Apostle uh, Joseph uh, Abelallah, and then Hitler war was somersaulting, and it came to an end. And so, the church of God should know this, that we are in a momentous time that this scripture is about to be fulfilled. You are part of it. This is the reason why we started our discussion today from the book of First Corinthians. The kingdom of God is not a matter of partying. It is power. It's not talking. It is power of the Holy Spirit. Chapter 4 verse 20. Now, for this purpose, God anointed Jesus with Holy Spirit and power. I explained to you yesterday and day before yesterday the meaning of that. Really, I've been explaining that for five, five days now. The same scripture. So that we can explore every word of the scripture. There is no delegated authority without a throne. And a man cannot, or an entity cannot exercise authority without a seat. I showed you yesterday, over the, over the period, the throne of Christ is, is risen, is seated in the right hand of God in high places. So that the book of Hebrew can be fulfilled. What does the book of Hebrews say about the jurisdiction of Jesus Christ? Let me read that to you very quickly. It says in Hebrews 1, 6 to 8, And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all angels worship him. In speaking of the, his angels, he says, he makes his angels as wind, his servant flames of fire. But about the sun, now listen. He says, your throne, so Jesus has thrown. Your throne, O God, he is the mighty one, will last forever and ever. And your righteousness will be and righteousness will be scepter of your kingdom. So the jurisdiction of Jesus is thrown, heavens and earth and forever. That's why Jesus said in the book of Matthew chapter 28 verse 19, All powers in heaven and earth have been given unto me. Therefore, go. If the Bible says therefore, in that first Corinthians that we are looking at as consideration, that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. And we recognize the fact that after Jesus ascended, the Bible says that Mark, 
Then the disciples went out and preached the gospel everywhere. And the Lord walked with them and confirmed his word with signs and wonders that accomplish it. Now I want to say to you, I discovered in the Bible that everywhere that Jesus manifested power, something happened. And Jesus, while he cast out demons at the time, and they gave him questions, he gave us a hint of what happened. When you see the blind see, the lame walk, when you see demons come out of people, you see people liberated. What really is taking place spiritually? Look at the book of Matthew 12. Matthew 12. I will read 22 to 28. It says, at that time, Jesus went through the great grain, grain, grain field on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry. Sorry. 22, I meant. 22. It says, then Jesus brought him, then they brought him, a demon possessed. Then they brought him a demon possessed man, who was blind and mute. And Jesus healed him, so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, could this be the son of David? But then, when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is not, it is, it is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. So we understand that Beelzebub is a principality. And that's true. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, watch this. Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. And every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your people drive them out? So then, they will be your judge. Verse 28. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has what? Come upon you. I had an understanding from that very statement. That whenever you see manifestation of God it is because somebody brought down the kingdom when you bring the kingdom down the kingdom will prove itself so when you say in the name of Jesus what are you doing you invoke the kingdom I helped you to understand yesterday how you take your seat in the right hand of God in the heavenly places according to the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 
When you say the, in the name of Jesus, what happens is that you translate from human, human uh, atmosphere and you are seated in the heavenly realm and the kingdom answers you. A communication line is connected, filled with angels to manifest the kingdom power. But that name must be called must be called from a lips controlled by a heart that has faith. That faith is probably tripartite. One, faith in himself that he is a child of God. All right? Faith in himself that he has the authority and the audacity to do that without any further permission. And faith in the one who gave you the authority. Failure in one of those, nothing happens. Jesus cast out demons. He was in the church sometime. And somebody, a demon just manifested. Because when you preach the word of God in truth, demons will manifest. Demons can sit down in churches where they just play. If you are pre- preaching the word, and anybody who has demon come, that word is fire. It will steer that spirit out. And when a spirit is stirred up, what do you do? You rebuke it. You don't give him show to perform. Jesus cast out demons. He said, by the Holy Spirit. And the other scripture it says, by the finger of God. So we have understand the Holy Spirit is also the finger of God. Because the finger is what you use to point in authority. We understand that demons can be cast out by anybody who believes in Jesus. If Jesus lives in you, you can cast out what? Not just demons. Tell me what your authority encompasses. You can cast out all all demons, isn't it? I give you authority over all demons. Is that not what we learned? Yes? Luke chapter 10, 18. You know, I said I was, I was, I was when I t- taught them today in, 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 the, in the seminar, I was asking them questions when I taught them. When I teach you, I ask you a question. You must know, you see, when you talk about operating in power, those of us who operate the power, I mean, operating in the signs and wonders. If anybody tells you differently when I tell you, it's a liar. What happened to us is this. We have a solid understanding of what the Bible says. A lawyer who does not know the word, the law book, cannot quote it. You may have a good claim, but you don't have a premise, a basis for your claim. The judge wants to hear it. He knows that what you are saying is correct. But he wants to hear the dictum. Satan wants to hear the word of God, not your opinion. It is written. It is written. It is written. And he fell. Satan also quoted, it is written. If Satan can quote the scripture to Jesus, and you are speaking opinion without backing it up with with the scripture, Power cannot be generated. Really, faith cannot arise. That is the case of sons of givers. 
When demons said that Jesus we know, Paul we know, this mouth we don't know it. Are we together now? So let's run through it again. Luke 10, 18 and 19. Let's read it. Uh huh. Uh huh. I love that statement. Jesus began by saying, you know what? What made Jesus speak? He sent the 72. They went out. They preached the gospel. And they saw how demons ran. While they are preaching gospel, demons begin to run. They see a demon say, come out in the name of Jesus. The demon run out. Before they finish saying the name of Jesus, the demon has gone. Then they say, wow. Wow. This is what Jesus was. It's easy like this. And they came back and said, Jesus, you know, Lord, we preach the gospel. They are very, very eager to tell the Lord some other thing. They are not excited about the gospel. That we preach the gospel, but you know, even demons <laughs> submitted to us. And Jesus looked at them and shook his head and said, Don't rejoice because of demons. You have the power already I gave you. Exercising that power with you, you will bring kingdom down. And it says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I have given you authority to trample on, on the snakes, scorpions, and to overcome all the powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. And I told you, I love the King James Version in that statement, nothing by any means, whether koni wayu or anything, cannot harm you. But, you need to understand this. Jesus sent them. They believe in themselves. They believe in the instruction, the word, and they believe in the sender. And so they cooperate. And it was so easy. Check them out in Mark chapter 9. When they brought this boy with epileptic feet and all manners of stuff, they prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed because they didn't follow the precedence. The same people. They prayed until people, the, the parent, the father of the child was worried. They were conducting deliverance. Hey. But look at the asking Joy says, I have given you what? Power over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. So tell me, what is the jurisdiction of your power? Over what? Over what do you have power? Yeah. So you have power over serpent, scorpion, devil, Satan, Lucifer, Bazebul, Ekron, and the rest of them. And over all the powers. All the powers of the enemy is not just demons. Also what the demons use as instruments, anything that comes from the enemy you have power over it. But for the power to manifest, Jesus said, If I cast out devil by the Holy Spirit or by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Come on, let's see the birth of the kingdom. 
the birth of the kingdom. This kingdom that Jesus spoke about. Look at chapter 2 of the book of Acts. In the book of Acts chapter 2, that's this kingdom that we are all in. It says, When the day of Pentecost has come, and I love the King James Version, where it says, When the day of Pentecost has fully come. <laughs> I love <coughs> Excuse me. I love that fully come stuff. Fully come. It looks like a telecommunications company. Fully come. Mm. There is an appointed time for everything. What happened? They were, all, they, they were all together in one accord as we are here. And then the next verse. Suddenly sound from like, like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seems like the tongues of fire that separated and came and rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Understand, Jesus said, I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come. So, when the Spirit of God shows up, the kingdom of God is come. Now, these people got baptized and they were enabled by the Holy Spirit. Understand this. This baptism of the Holy Spirit is for everybody, you know. Once you are born again, you are water baptized, or you are not water baptized, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing. You need to pray for, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you will speak in tongues. You will speak in tongues. I always wait for October and for August, Holy Ghost Convention, when I teach details about the Holy Spirit. But now, let's just see. We are talking about the kingdom of God, birth on earth. So, the Holy Spirit took them over and enabled them to begin to do things they couldn't do. To begin to speak tongues that they could not speak. They spoke what they don't understand. However, people understood what they were saying. They thought they were just speaking some, some things, but the people said we had them speaking in our language. Are we together now? Maybe I need to read this further. Number five, please. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God fearing Jews from every nation under heaven when they heard the sound. A crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them speaking in his own language. But the apostles did not understand what they were saying. But the people had their language. Yes? Come on, church. You agree with me? I don't like that kind of yes. You guys there. I said the apostles were speaking in the spiritual tongues. 
but people were hearing in human dialects. You remember it happened on our prayer line last year. The woman came to the prayer line. I preached in English. She was French. And she had all my message in French. She wrote down my message in French and called and said to the member who invited her. But you said Apostle does not speak French. But I had everybody, they were praying, they were leading prayer. I didn't understand them because they were speaking English. He said, but when Apostle came yesterday, he was speaking French. And that person said, what did he say? And she began to tell that person every message that I preached. Okay? When the person told me, I said, this is strange. This is book of Acts chapter 2, explained by the Holy Spirit. I said, not only me, we hear this. They have told some, some of the members from Birmingham. I said, okay. She said, she now went into other ministers that she wanted to listen to. Maybe they speak English. She said, you can't hear them because they're speaking English. But she said, she went to my old tapes. Anytime she sees apostles speaking, she's hearing French, distinct French. She's writing down. She wrote down all these messages. But I was speaking English. So she decided to come to the platform. And on the platform, I spoke English. She answered in French. Which means, the word I preach is the tongue of the Spirit, though it's in English. It's the tongue of the Spirit, though it's in English. And when the tongue of the Spirit speaks, the Holy Spirit has the power to translate it to anybody he directs it to in his mother tongue. He has the power to do so. He is God. He created all these diverse languages. If human beings speak the same language, you can imagine what we would have done. The evil we would have done on earth. Thank God for God. He confused our language so that Russians can't hear Chinese. <laughs> you can imagine if Russia and Chinese speak the same language. Now, what's, what's happening here? So, they had them speaking in their own language. That is mystery of the power, the kingdom. Now, these people, after hearing them speaking their language, the Bible says, Peter began to tell the people. The people were bewildered. He says, why are you bewildered? Why do you feel it's so strange? If you go to verse 39, he says, the promise is for you. After telling that, that this is the confirmation of what was promised by Joel, prophet Joel, that in the last days I pour my spirit upon all flesh, sons and daughters will prophesy. And he now said, but this is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. And you did there. I say you are there. <laughs> you are covered. I am covered. Peter said it. Not just for them. For them, their children. And those that the Lord will call. The same spirit will come upon them. What is the purpose of promise of God? 
Let me expatiate on that. And then we'll look at the scenarios of the manifestation of this kingdom power. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 to verse 4 tells us the reason for the, for the promise of God. What is the purpose? It says His divine power, that is God's divine power, has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Read the Bible very, very well to yourself. Through this, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you and I may participate in divine nature. The promise is given as an entrance to you and I who believe to participate in divine nature. No wonder Jesus healed the cripple, we healed the cripple. Jesus raised the dead, we raised the dead. Jesus healed the blind, we healed the blind. But, for anyone to operate that power, you must believe the promise. You enter the realm of the power through the promise. When the Bible says God gave Jesus a name that is above all names, that the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, you believe it, you command it, and the kingdom will come down. And you enter into the power. Anything you do under the unction of the power of the kingdom is accepted. Unfettered power. It is just accepted. Because when, you, when the kingdom comes down and you are preaching in the kingdom, you cannot make mistakes. You are driven by the kingdom. You are brought into the perfection of God to bring the counsel of God to the, to the midst of men so that you as an agent of God exercise both your actual authority and your ostensible authority. I've been talking to you about these things. So, anything I do when the kingdom is down, in the name of Jesus, I'm not liable to anything. Anything I do is permissible. I remember sometime I was doing crusades in Nigeria. You know, and God, you know, usually I love when God scattered the head of Satan. What about you? <laughs> Jesus conquered the devil. Pata, pata. It's Nigeria they say that. You know, when people see God make a show of Satan, you see the, the children of God. They begin to sing, Warrior Song. They begin to sing, Warrior Song. So one of them, after all the exploits, a minister came to me and said, Ah, man of God, your intercessors are very great. I said, Why do you say that? Ah, he said, People like you. You don't know? Don't you have intercessors praying for you? I said, I don't. He said, what? How can you come and do things like that without intercessors? I said, we pray every day. I don't have intercessors that are put together, pray for apostles. So we pray for CFT Church. When they pray for CFT Church, I'm part of it. I said, why do you say that? He said, you know, ah, demons will attack you. I said, they have been attacking my father <laughs> before I was conceived. In my house, they sleep with us. Yes, my ancestors, they ate together. But when the time came and the light came into the house, everyone took off. I said, I have not seen that in the Bible, that when I, I act in my authority on behalf of God, 
that I'm, I'm, I'm liable. I'm not liable. Oh, you know, they gave me instances of ministers that demons attacked them when they were doing crusade, attacked their home, attacked their family. I said, that is not a problem. When I left my home, somebody stays in my house and he does not leave. He's an angel of the Lord. I will be happier for demons to go to my house when I'm not there. The house is not as soon. Let me go there and do something. When they knock the door, somebody will open for them. If they can face him, then I will not serve Jesus. What are you talking about? Whenever you operate in the power of the kingdom, you are not liable. Don't let anybody terrify you. Don't let anybody make you feel that, oh, you have to do some fasting, fasting, to, to go out and meet the devil. God deliver you. We do fasting because we seek the face of our God. We worship our God. We seek our God. We seek his relationship. We seek his strength. But when it comes to the devil, finger of God. You cast the demons out with the finger of God. Now, this man Peter said, this promise is for us. And when he said that, something happened in the next chapter. In the next chapter, he says, Peter went to the temple after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He went to the temple. And if you look at the temple matter, Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. You know, this is Peter who was running and hiding some days ago because he was afraid of the government who killed Jesus. And then he got baptized with the Holy Spirit. He broke out of his shell and he preached the gospel publicly. But you know when Peter preached the gospel on the day of the Holy Spirit, no lame walk, no blind saw. Are we together? Some people say that Ah, if you don't see miracles, God is not there. That's a lie. There are miracles that are different from the miracle you are talking about. The kingdom comes. The miracle of soul winning is, is more than the miracle of raising the dead. I told you, the power that heals the, the, the lame is the same power that heals your headache. God does not release greater power. It's that power. The power that heals your stomach problem is the one we, that raises the dead from the grave. I will gather now. On the Pentecost, the purpose of Pentecost is salvation. And several thousands were saved. And those who were saved came from every continent. And guess what? They took the gospel straight to the continent. They are the first missionaries to all their continents. Africa was there. Europe was there. And of course, if Europe was there, America was there. All the Americas. India was there. Check the scripture. And they took the scripture back, the, the gospel back. Because they came for the God of Israel. And then they encountered Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But in that scripture, the Bible says, one of those days, Peter went and John went down to the temple at the time of prayer. At 3 p.m. Look at that. They went to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 p.m. The Bible says it's the hour of prayer. You know, I teach you to observe the hours of prayer, don't I? Good. 
Someone says that the Bible says we should pray. The Christian New Testament theology is that we should pray always. I say yes. But what's the, what's the definition of always? What is the definition of always? If I would define always, then you should pray 24 hours without stopping. That is a definition of always. When the Bible says Christians ought to pray always, what is saying to you? You must pray as Christ did and as apostles did. There are hours of prayer in the Bible. Nine, the, the, the third hour of prayer is 9 a.m. Acts chapter, chapter 2. That is when the Holy Ghost came down. Yes? Sixth hour of prayer is 12 noon. I can find that in the book of Acts chapter 10. And also in the same chapter, you can find the ninth hour of prayer, which is 3 noon. Are you aware or do you remember that? It was 3 p.m. that Jesus hung on the tree. It was, no, it's 12 p.m., sorry. He hung on the tree. And 3 p.m., he gave up the ghost. But within that 12 noon, which is the third, uh, the sixth hour of prayer, to, to, to um, 3, which is the ninth hour of prayer, there was darkness over the whole place. That was when the battle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light was brought down. Was one. And at 3 p.m. noon, which is the ninth hour of prayer, he took his last breath and gave up the ghost. And the temple curtain tore into two. Salvation revealed. Peter, in chapter 10, went to pray in the upper room by 12 noon, which is the sixth hour of prayer, and he saw the trance. Cornelius, in verse 1, a day before, was praying at 3 p.m., the hour of prayer, 3 p.m., and he saw an angel. I believe very much that if you observe the hours of prayer, you will be shocked. Some of you have been doing it, and you, you know what happened to it. <laughs> yes. So, they went to the temple at the hour of prayer. And the temple is open. And the Bible says, Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. When he put, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him and said, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. This is where I want to begin to see attitudes that you need to inculcate after this program. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. <clears throat> However, verse 6 says, Then Peter said, Silver or gold we do not have. Is that not disappointing to a beggar? Is that not, is that not demoralizing? You told him. <laughs> you know, sometimes when we read these scriptures, we just read them literally. You said, the beggar, look at us. The beggar looked at you. His purpose there is to beg for money. Expecting money from you. 
And then you said to the beggars, silver or gold have I not? None. Huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it was a beggar, they would say, why did you then tell them? Why did you then tell us to look at you? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but you see the same thing. Peter, when he said, look at us, he had an expectation that something will happen here today. The kingdom will come down here today. What we have seen the master do will be done today. This crippled man, they might have seen him a number of times because the, it's the village uh, 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 temple. When we went to Nazareth, we saw the temple. We went to the excavation of that temple. And we saw the village of Peter, at the village of Peter, Nazareth. We were there. Kapanahum. Kapanahum, that's it. We went there. And you see, Peter said, silver or gold have I none. You understand. He had made up his mind to bring the kingdom down. He saw the condition of that man. And he made up his mind that this condition is not from God, it's from the devil. It has to stop now. This is what provokes the kingdom to come. It says that which we have will now give you in the name of Jesus, rise up. And the man was so slow, he pulled him up. And his legs were healed. That is the basic principle throughout manifestation of kingdom power. Believe that God sent you. You are a child of God, number one. So you, you are eligible to the authority. Number two, you have the authority. And number three, you believe in the one who gave it. Anytime those three come in line, manifestation happens. Anytime those three come in line, kingdom manifests. The Bible says, that man, when Peter said he should get up, and he was so slow, Peter picked him up. And pulled him up. Oh, my father, help understand it. I have just brief time to conclude with this. We are looking at scenarios. But you see the same thing. Peter said, silver or gold we don't have. We don't have. But what we have? In the name of Jesus Christ, not that, walk, taking him by his right hand, helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankle became strong. Why was Peter not intimidated by the crippleness of that man? Why was he not? Faith. When people were amazed and they were celebrating, and some people were contenting, and Peter said to them, why do you marvel? Why do you marvel? Verse 11. Why the beggar held on Peter and John? All the people were astonished and, became, and began and, and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Church, when somebody operates kingdom power, why does this surprise you? Why do you hail the person above others? Why do you think that the person is something else? It is the normal thing every child of the kingdom should do and can do. It's nothing to acclaim any height or glory to somebody. So people say, why are you amazed? Why are you, why are you? You are religious people and yet you don't understand. 
And then he says, verse 16, By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and now was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes, my God. Look at, let me show you. Verse 10, verse 11, verse 11 and 12. While the beggar held on Peter, to Peter, you healed me, you healed me, and John. All the people were astonished and came running to them in the place, in the place called Solomon's Colonies. When Peter saw this, he said to them, men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if we're ghosts? As if by our own power or godliness we make this man walk. I have seen ministers who little miracle happen and they are saying that you see the anointing, you see the anointing, as if they are the, they have gorodome of anointing in their house. <laughs> they have the drum of anointing. They can just point on the people's head and it's Peter said, why are, you, why are you startled? As if our own power or our godliness is what made this man. You understand, therefore, that somebody may not be very godly, but if he has faith, he cannot pray the power. And you is so godly, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. Look at the scenario of the prophet in Second Kings. Elijah. Elisha. The prophet was a friend of Elisha. The prophet did not have sense that when he was in debt, Elisha could help him. Elisha was a, was a prime prophet in the country. He knows kings, he knows millionaires, he knows everybody. He himself had money. This prophet was his friend. His eyes did not open until he died in debt. The wife was sorrowing before her brain woke up. It's like many believers who have power in them but they are looking for someone to use the same power for them to get their things done. Ah, Elijah was a prophet. The man was a prophet. They are both prophets of the living God. And he is a friend of Elijah. How can a man like that die and in death? He must be one of those people who, my secret, my secret, hey, my secret, my secret, isn't it? Ah, to say I'm a debtor. If you are a debtor, let them know you are a debtor. There is no problem in owing and telling your friends that, do you know that I owe? Because if peradventure, you know, if they don't have money there, sometimes God may just open favor for them. They are, my friend is, is in debt. They just say, take. And your debt is gone. When you keep yourself integrity, integrity that makes you debtor. You got that integrity? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, just accept what you are. Uh, what do they say? Let them say that is what happened. Peter and John, when this man was healed, people were surprised, healing them. He, ha, who? Come, come, guys. Why do you do that to us? Do you think it's by our power or our godliness? There is someone called Jesus. There is someone called Jesus. He transcends the godliness of mankind. For all our godliness is as filthy rag. But whoever shall believe in the name of the Lord shall be saved. For on Mount Zion there shall be deliverance for the survivors. Your faith, your faith. He said, 
Let me now explain to you the principle I told you. Believe in yourself that you are a child of God. Believe in the commission or in the word that gives you, operation, you know, the power to act. And believe in the one who wrote the word. The Bible says this, so I command this to happen to you. I'm doing it because I believe that if I speak, if I in the whole world speak, heaven will answer. If I call in the name of Jesus, the kingdom will come down. And then I know this is the scripture that gives me the power. I stand upon this word and I believe that God will deliver what he promised. Look at what he says here. 16, please. Verse 16 alone. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see are no, was made strong. It is Jesus' name, number one, and the faith that comes through him, number two, that has made this man, this healing complete, that complete this healing. Listen to me. Jesus' name has power, but there is a faith that comes through Jesus, you and Jesus. Do you believe you are a child of Jesus? Do you believe he can answer you? Then that is the faith that comes from him. Then the other faith, the faith in the name. Do you believe that when you speak the name, kingdom will manifest? Then say it. Instead of mourning over issues, speak the name. You know, I told you, many Christians are strange. You know what? Because some of you direct the power only to people to oh, Satan attack me and God does it and somebody is sick and God do it. The other person is that. But when it comes to you, you don't, you don't apply it to yourself. You pray for the sick, the sick is made whole. And you are sick, you didn't pray for yourself. All the things you are looking for is paradol, prastamol, and all the, all the, all, all, all. <laughs> all the work. Hello? But when all us come and say that, hey, I'm having a headache, you see? Come, let us pray. In the name of Jesus, my headache has gone. Hey, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. I'm not saying you shouldn't take Prasamolo, Spradol, or Cetradon, and all those Tordons, but what I'm telling you is this, the principle. You are quick to, to speak into the life of others, but when it comes to you, that is the last resort. Are you with me now? People who are in trouble, you can sit down with them and counsel them. They will act upon what you said and get solution. You are in trouble and you will be saying, what shall I do now? Who will help me now? Ah, your mouth is there to help you. Believe in the Lord and you shall be established. Believe in his prophet and you will prosper. Believe in his word. He shall manifest. Blessed is he that believeth, for he shall see the manifestation of what was said unto him. Kingdom power. Bring the kingdom down every time. And you will see the manifestation of kingdom power. Don't be intimidated by any circumstance. Don't be intimidated by any situation. Let me read a few things to you. Just write this down then before we go to pray. We are talking about the manifestation, bringing the kingdom down. The manifestation of the kingdom. Look at the book of Acts chapter 5 verse 12. 
after this performance of the Holy Spirit. He said the apostles performed miraculous signs, many miraculous signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers were, one, were uh, uh, used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. Manifestation because of believing the name. They perform miraculous signs and wonders. Let me say this to you. If you look at the book of Romans chapter 16, it talks about women apostles. Many of you don't understand that there are a lot of women. You, people do. You don't need to put apostle as a title for people for them to operate in that operate on their office. There are many who operate in the seat of apostle, but they are not ordained. They just call them pastors because that's what they are ordained to do. They perform miraculous signs. The office of apostle is signs and wonders. First Corinthians chapter, uh, no, Second Corinthians chapter 12, 12, 12, 12, I think. The sign of apostle was wrought among you. Paul said, signs and wonders. And so, when the grace that, when the anointing come upon you as a pastor, you can manifest as a pastor, but you can by faith enter into apostolic. Signs and wonders. When the same unction come upon me, I will operate as an apostle. You know, for I've, I, I mean, I talked to quite a number of ministers of God, even very, very high ministers of God. I mean, those who are older and that I really respect. I was shocked when they, they shared about my ex- experiences and my encounters, and they were listening to what God did. And one of them said to me that apostle, you, you, you don't understand that you have a special grace. I said yes, sir. He said, but not every Christian can operate in this level. I said, yes, sir. I don't argue with him. But I know it's not true. But he's my senior now. I have to give respect to the one. But when he was speaking with me, he's one of the most renowned ministers in the world up till this hour with membership millions. But while he was speaking with me, one of my pastors was there with his pastor. And myself and him withdrew to a table to eat. And that my pastor told his pastor, do you know what daddy said now? It's not so. Apostle said, anything God can do through him, he can do through everyone. He can operate those things by the grace of his calling. But we can operate those things by faith. See the difference? Even in my calling, for me to operate signs and wonders, I must follow the precedence. Faith in the name. I cannot doubt that God will not answer me. Why should God not answer me? He didn't promise to answer me because I was a good boy. Of course, I'm a good boy. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't want to lose my head, man. I'm a good boy. I don't want to disgrace the kingdom I stand for. However, it's not by my goodness that he gave me. He gave me, he gave me grace when I didn't know it. I just woke up and the grace was there. So I thank God for it. And because the grace was there, I didn't work for it. I didn't know it. I didn't pray for it. I didn't understand it. I operated so I have to live by the rules of the grace. You remember what I told you? But what about when I was younger and I saw these manifestations in my spiritual fathers? I was charged. Whatever I see them do, I go do it. When I was a boy, we would go for evangelism. Where we are going to do crusade. You know, it's in Jebulan in those days. 
that was in the 60s and early 70s. We would go from place to place. They are so fetish. They are so fetish. And all of them are old guys. I'm the only young boy. They call me Kikiri, tiny. So when they get there, I will go. Knock this door. We are doing crusade. Jesus is coming to your town. Come out in the evening. I go to the other. Jesus is coming to your town. Come on. And then I went to doors of witch doctors. Yeah, I say witch doctors. People go, Baba, you are a witch doctor. Accept Jesus Christ. Jesus is passing through this place. Come. As tiny as I was, nine years old, 10, 11, 12, that's what I was doing. Say, come. Okay? Now, witch doctor have nothing about me because I know who Jesus is. My father told me, he said, look son, I serve Satan that face to face we see. He said, the whole kingdom of Satan I know. He said, I found someone who created Satan. So, from three years old, he told me, don't fear anything. If anything terrify you, release the name Jesus and that's it. My father said, there is no power that can stand when you speak Jesus. But when you speak it, be bold. He said, there is no, nothing dangerous in the midnight. When night falls, people fear. My father said there is nothing. He said midnight to us when we're there is like day. Even that's when we work more. He said, I have maroded every midnight with Satan. He said there are two entities that, that work in midnight. Human beings and wild animals. He said they are the ones working. He said don't believe in ghosts. He said they are lie. He said they are a segment in satanic infantry. They call them Ebora. Part of them is what they call Jimiri. I don't know what they call it in England, but it has English name. <laughs> English. English witches can tell me what they are. Are you with me now? So, simple fact is this. The name you receive, do you believe in it? Do you believe in it? Some of you, the Holy Spirit will tell you to pray for somebody when you are passing by. Because you look at the condition of the person, so terrible. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, heal that person, heal that person. Lord, heal that person, heal that person. And the Lord will be looking at you. <laughs> I need someone to lay hands. That's why I find it. No, Lord, no. Apostles have the anointing. I will go and tell the pastors. If you talk to the person on the way and I say, Come to my church. Instead of telling them about Jesus. <laughs> because you are afraid to lay your hands. I was preaching. Pastor Dako was in this meeting. You know, I always talk Pastor Dako. Because all my crusade in Nigeria and Africa, he goes with me. Even he had been to Burkina Faso to go and plant CFT, which I have not been. I was to go and meet him, but that one we didn't pursue it. Pastor Dako was me, with me in Ota. And in Ota, they brought a man to my crusade. That man, I told you a few days ago, he, he pulls every 15 minutes. So, his sickness. So, they moved him from the bedroom and gave him a bed by toilet. Remember the man? That is where TB was healed. He said, when I saw the advert and I saw that the minister, his name is TB Williams, I said, my TB is gone. That if that man is T.B. Williams, he said he will eat my T.B. And he came and he was healed. 
That one. He was, when he coughs blood, when he coughs blood, he came there coughing blood. He left that place coughing nothing. But this other man, they brought him. And when they had the crusade is on, they said the man is as good as dead. He prayed to die. He didn't die. Because he's been tormented by all these wicked spirits. So when they brought him, they carried him on a stretcher. They brought him there. And then he came to prayer line. And when he came to prayer line, he said, everybody should stand. They wanted him to be in the front. You can't bring stretcher in the front. They carried him. So many men. They carried him up. And one propped him at the back. One protected him on the side here and on the side there. And they carried the man. And they were standing like this. And when the man, the weight of the man is heavy, they are going down. They will him up again. So when I was praying, I got to him. I said, drop the man. And he said, no sir, no sir, he will crash. I said, drop the man. Peter said to the cripple, look at us. What do you say? When I shouted on them again, they dropped the man. The man went down. I said, rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. The man went like that. He went like that. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. I pulled him up. The man ran. The place turned upside down. Pastor was there. It was the man with his mouth. Who now stood throughout the crusade. When I gave calls for testimony. The man who was brought on, on stretcher. He's now standing and singing and saying to the people, you don't know what God delivered me from. What type of man is Jesus? Paul said, rise up. When the guy didn't understand quick, he pulled him up. Let me tell you, your body carries power. Not only your tongue. Sometimes when I pray for the sick, I will grab them to my chest. Why? Because if I speak in the name of the Lord, out of my body, virtue must go out and they must be healed. And they are healed instantly. Faith! Put office aside. If you have office and you don't have faith, you cannot pray in the office. Office don't operate just because you are in the office. Because you are a director doesn't mean you are preaching. You have to exercise the authority given to you by the office. And the only thing you need to do is faith. Last scriptures and then we go and pray. Look at the book of Acts chapter 8. From verse 4. Those who have been scattered did what? Preach the word wherever they went. Understand they preached the word. But there was no miracles. So you don't tell me that unless there's miracles, signs, and wonders, I can't go to the streets. Who told you this? Jesus fed thousands. He just preached to them. He didn't heal anybody. Someone on the mount. He taught them knowledge. He taught them the kingdom. There are some people who always say that if there's no miracle, then there's nothing. I've told you this, and I'm reading the same thing in this meeting. Don't belittle the word of life. And don't narrow the word of life, the miracle it performs, to what you see. Many miracles are performed when the word comes out that you do not see. The heart of man changes. 
The heart of man connects to heaven. People receive impartation that they will go away from there and bath them. If you say that there is no manifestation, you belittle the word. Because God said, the word that comes out of my mouth, Isaiah 55, shall not come back to me empty. It shall achieve the purpose. It has purpose and it has aim. They preach everywhere, but nothing happened. However, look at the next verse. Philip went down to the city of Samaria. Okay? And proclaimed the Christ there. So what happened? When the crowd heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid attention, close attention to what he said. Why Samaria? Samaria is ungodly. It's the seat of the devil. Remember, Jesus said that he healed ten lepers. Only one Samaritan come to say good, say thank you. Say all of you who are the sons of Abraham, you don't know that you know we have to thank your God. It is Samaria, he went and he saw a woman who was a prostitute. And the woman said that, uh, was toasting Jesus Christ, whether he is available. Oh yeah, he was toasting Christ. Jesus was talking to her. And she felt that, oh, what a, what a young, handsome man. I mean, I mean, I hit a jackpot here. <laughs> That's what she was, she was thinking. And Jesus said, show me your husband. I said, no, I'm, I'm free. I'm, I'm home and dry, you know. I'm ready for you. <laughs> Jesus said, that is true. Even the one you are with now is not your husband. <laughs> That's Samaria. Samaria is epitome of godlessness. No wonder God manifested. Where sin abound, grace abound the more. Now, let me help you know this. The Bible says people came... Philip saw the miracle. They saw the miraculous signs he did, and they all paid attention to what he said. Your Samaria time is coming. I say your Samaria time is coming. But you must continue to preach everywhere. Continue to preach everywhere. And then, when the crowd heard and saw. Those who come to hear you will begin to see the manifestation. There is a time for everything under heaven. A season has passed in the church. A new season has come. It is the season of the manifestation of the kingdom power. And then he went further to say, With shriek, evil spirit came out of many, and many paralytics were healed. This will happen in your lives. That you will preach the word of God and evil spirit will come out with shriek. Let me tell you this. What did this bring to the city? Shall we read this together? There was great joy in the city. Our cities are waiting for this great joy. In this conference, heaven will descend upon you. If you look at, just write that down. I gave you Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, where God did extraordinary miracles. No, chapter 19 of, of, of Acts, 
verse 11 and 12. It says, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured, and evil spirit left them. This is God in operation. And if you look at Acts chapter 5, verse 15, it says, as a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as they passed by. Crowds gathered also from the town around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirit, and all of them were healed. Come on, let me tell you this. Anytime you go out to preach the gospel, pray for the sick. It says, he sent them and said, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. Those three things you must do. Preach the kingdom, pray for the sick, cast out demons. Now let me help you understand. Somebody have asked me that, Apostle, how do you operate in word of knowledge? How do you enter the word of knowledge? Very, very simple. When you, have, when you preach the gospel, or when you are praying, you know, you, when you preach the gospel, if you pray for sick people, you will never know how much God will heal through you until you pray for those who are sick. I will together now. When you see people possessed with demons, even if you don't see people possessed with demons, you decree against demons when you, are, when you finish preaching. You will never know that demons can flee until you speak it. You decree it. You, can, you will never know that you can cast out devils until you command demons to come out. You don't have to see them. They are always operating in lives of so many people. So, therefore, wherever you go to, to minister, preach the kingdom, heal the sick, cast out devils. And the time will not come that Samaria will happen. That will be abundant manifestation of power. We are very close to it. We are very close to it. Let me tell you something. We are very, very close to it. You are going to pray. That is a prayer point God gave me for you to pray. We are close to the ebb of manifestation that will cause nations to, re- to rejoice. Now, one of the evidence is that how terrible things are becoming now. Are you with me now? Something must intercept this crazy world. World is mad now. Everything go haywire. Confusion everywhere. When can God move better if not at the time of chaos? That's what he did as a president in the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void. Darkness covered the deep and the spirit of the Lord was moving. If darkness does not cover the deep, the spirit of the Lord does not need to move. When darkness covers the deep, the spirit of the Lord will be on the move. Now the spirit of the Lord is on the move. And the time for the word is coming, it will be through your lips. It will be through your lips. I say the word of the Lord that will change darkness into light. It will come from your lips. Stand up on your feet tonight. I want you to pray this prayer. If you look at the apostles, what led to the manifestation of all this power of the apostles? What led to it? They received the Holy Spirit. And then you saw the manifestation of that beautiful gate cripple. And they continued to preach the gospel and persecution came. And then the Bible says, 
they gathered themselves together to pray. Because that miracle landed them before judgment of the Sanhedrin. They began to pray. Chapter 4 of Acts, verse 29 and 31. You see, these, these things show us how uh, the apostles prayed, which led to visitation. CFT had been praying now every day for 607 days today. Yes? Uh, 700, uh, 706. It's six days. We are 706 days today, isn't it? Yes, that's what we are. We lost count since Monday. Eh? Pardon me? I can hear you speaking. Let me tell you, the 700 day that we are praying, I take it along all the time, was yes, Thursday, the overcomers. was 700 days last Thursday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's seven. This is seven old seven days that we have been praying. And we are not giving up. Let me first say before we pray that I want to congratulate you for such a persistence in prayer. Put your hands together for the Lord. Do you know why we kept on praying? We sounded a trumpet that knows no retreat. When the Lord brought us out to pray, I have no second thought that people will not come. They must come. They must come. People want to pray, and they will come. And that prayer now is a global network. Testimonies that are coming in are mind-blowing. But when the church pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray, they hit the rock and water gushed out. But you cannot stop praying until we hit that revival that God said. In Isaiah 62, 6, I have posted watchmen over your walls of Jerusalem. You who call upon the name of the Lord, give God no rest and give yourself no rest until the problem of everybody is solved. Until the kingdom of God manifests in every life. Until the kingdom of God is carried by everybody to everywhere. Solution in every place. So we did not start prayer for show. We started prayer to bring the kingdom down. This is the prayer they prayed. Now Lord, consider the threat and enable your servant to speak your word with great boldness. That's the first prayer I'm going to pray. That God embolden me. When I declare your word, put boldness in my heart. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Help me, Lord, to speak your word with boldness. <clears throat> Peter said, silver or gold have we none. He was ready to command the name of Jesus Christ and the cripple shall walk. He settled in boldness. Tell the Lord, grant us boldness, 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 boldness to speak your word. Hey, hey. Boldness to compromise with heaven. Tell the Lord, when you, told, when you say to my spirit, pray for that sick person on this road. Give me boldness to lay hands on them. Give me boldness to pray for them. Give me boldness to talk to the sinner. Give me boldness to speak when you prompt me to speak, Lord. Ask you for boldness, O oh God. Enable your servant to speak your word with great boldness. Enable your servant to speak your word with great boldness. The number 30 says, stretch out your hands to heal 
and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy son, Jesus Christ. Tell the Lord, stretch out your hand, Lord. 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 Perform miraculous signs and wonders. Tell the Lord, let the unction rest upon me. Let the unction rest upon me. Let your 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 Lord. Boldness and unction. Boldness and unction. Boldness and unction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, we cry to you. Send boldness to our heart. Send boldness to our heart. Stretch out your hands, O God. The hand, the right hand of God is majestic in power. The right hand of God shut out the enemy. Lord, perform miraculous signs and wonders. Perform miraculous signs and wonders that will make our cities rejoice. If what Satan is doing through, through Putin... Is broadcasted all over the world. Lord, stretch out your hand in every nation. Perform miraculous signs and wonders that the news in the television will change. To the performance of your signs. Lord, we ask you, O oh God, send us rain. Send us rain. Enough of record of what the devil is doing across the globe. Send us rain, Lord. Send us rain, Lord. Tell the Lord, help me to magnify your name above every situation. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous will run into it and they shall be saved. Tell the Lord, send your power, Lord. Boldness, Lord. Boldness, Lord. Boldness, Lord. Gabaru Gabolada Bolonde. The Bible says, without faith, no man shall please God. The faith that pleases you. Grant all faith, O God. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. You know, there's a prayer that came to my spirit. Pray that God should enable you to believe in yourself. If I ask you who are you, you have many definitions for yourself. Depending on the context in which I'm asking you. But whatever title you carry, that's a title that supersedes all. I'm a son of the living God. I'm the son of the living God. You repeat that to yourself all the time. I remind your spirits. Sons of God don't mingle with the world. Sons of God don't mess about their mind. Sons of God preserve their body as holy temple. Sons of God preserve their lips from speaking God. So that the authority of heaven can reside upon the lips. Sons of God don't behave like civilians do. 
Come on, you're going to pray. Father, grant me the understanding of the time to know who I am. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Sons of God, don't run for the devil. Sons of God, don't magnify Satan. As many who believe him, God gave the power to be called sons of the Most High God. Not by the will of man, but by the will of God. Tell the Lord, I'm your son. Help my mind to remember this all the time. Help my spirit to remember this all the time. Help my, my brain to remember this all the time. So that I will act like the Son of God. I will think like the Son of God. I will behave like the Son of God. Help my body to recognize that this body is the temple of God. My mouth to recognize that this mouth is the mouth of the Holy Spirit. That I can be sanctified in my mouth. I can be sanctified in my spirit. I will not walk in the path of unrighteousness. I will not bring shame to the name of my God. Help me, O God. To walk in your righteousness. Help me, O oh God, to dissociate from the worldliness. We bless you, Lord. We are sons of God called to be holy. As Paul said. Help us to walk in your holiness, O God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. I come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. According to the book of Psalm, may the Lord assign a messenger at the door of your lips. According to the word of Isaiah, every trap of Satan before you, I command them to be destroyed. Furtherance to this voice of Isaiah. I decree that those who will lay you away shall depart from you. Amen. Association that takes you away from godliness, may God destroy it. Amen. May he never walk forever. Amen. May the Lord begin to connect you with those who matter to godly destiny. Amen. May the Lord circumcise your heart and mind. Amen. Especially when the devil is trying to sow seed. Into your spirits through discussion. May God grant you discernment of spirits. For the devil looks around looking for someone to devour. You will not be devoured by the devil. By the blast of your, of your voice, hell will tremble. By the blast of your voice, Satan will be wearied. The powers of this age will not be able to overthrow you. Whatever you are looking for, good things, they begin to look for you. Before the end of tomorrow, you will enter into miracle. Before this time tomorrow, you will see performance. I speak to you. This is anniversary time. That is second anniversary of Christ's tabernacle. My gift from God, my request from God is for you. That anything that has been difficult for you, before the sun set tomorrow shall be made easy. Because of my God that is faithful to all his sons and daughters. If there be anything you have been deprived of. And you have been struggling concerning. It shall be given to you by tomorrow. Where they have rejected you. Concerning your rights. By tomorrow you will receive acceptance there. Things that you have been praying to God. 
begging heaven to do for you. That you desire so much in your life. Good thing. In line with the will of God. I stand in Christ in God. And take my seat in the love to heal. In the presence of the Most High on his right hand of his throne. And I say, receive them in the name of Jesus. I say, receive them in the name of Jesus. I apply to the heavenly places in which you have been richly blessed with all spiritual blessings. I say, receive them in the name of Jesus. Let heaven open over you. Let heaven open over you. Let heaven open over you. Lord, we bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord, because it's done. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Whoa! Put your hands together for the Lord.
Thank God for a great fortnight. Hallelujah. We are more than conquerors. And I know that at the end of this convention, we will all manifest in the name of Jesus. Our life will not be the same again. Well, we thank God for the fortnight. It's been so glorious. It's been so wonderful. Both the day sessions and the evening sessions. We thank God for the direction and the way the Lord has been going. And we bless our Lord and our God. And we thank God for our Father in the Lord. We bless God for his life. And our prayer is that the Lord, he will continue to reveal the mystery of heaven unto us. That our life will not remain the same again. We pray that the Lord will strengthen him. And the Lord will empower him. The Lord will renew him inside. His inner part, the Lord will renew every act of him. And the abundance of God's glory will rain upon him every day. We thank God for his life. We bless God for his life. We're going to bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord. I'm going to read to us from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11. The Bible says, whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. He says, sow your seed. In the morning and at evening, let your hands not be idle, for you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. Amen? Whoever watches the wind, as we don't want to know, we not plant. We thank God for this convention. We're going to bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord with a heart that is full of thanks. For the Lord says, let no one come before me with an empty hand. And out of the abundance that the Lord has blessed you, you will bring your tithes and your offering unto the Lord. And my prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless your needing trouble. You will not lack in the name of Jesus. There will never be any time that you put your hand into the last in your pocket. So as you bring your tithes and your offering to the Lord at such a great time as this, I want you to thank God from your heart. Have a heart of thanks to God. 
He gives everything. He provides everything. We never lack, and you will not lack. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. Out of the abundance you have given unto us, O Lord, we bring to you tonight. We bring with a heart that is full of thanks. For your word says, let each one bring what he has purported within his or her heart. Not with a grudging heart, but with a heart that is full of thanks. So with a heart of thanksgiving, O Lord, we bring our tithes and our offering unto you tonight. And we ask, O Lord, that that which we bring, let it be acceptable in your sight. There shall be abundance for us. As there was abundance at the gates of Samaria, so shall be abundance for us, O Lord. Father, we bless your name, O Lord. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we have prayed. Amen. Are we sitting now? Oh, thank you very much. Hallelujah. Tell someone that God is worthy. God is worthy. Say it to another person again that God is worthy. To receive all my praise. And to receive all the glory. Can I have the book of Revelation chapter 4 verse 9 to 10. The Bible says, Whenever the living creatures give, give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our God, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for all created. For you created all things, and by, and by your will they were created and have their being. The song we're singing talks about God is worthy. Worthy means that He deserves our praise. He deserves our worship. And as you listen, I pray that you will commit your heart for God being worthy of your praise. Amen? Amen. 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 Ha <laughs> ha 
Hallelujah. Can we rise up and pray, please? Let us pray. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. For we will praise you forever. For you are worthy of all our praise. We thank you for the breath of life that you have given unto us to praise your name. Father, we thank you. For the Bible says, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Every benefit you bestowed upon us. Father, we give you praise for it, O Lord. We thank you, O Lord, for the benefit of giving that you have given to us. We are bringing our tithes and our offering unto you tonight. We ask, O Lord God, that there will be an open heaven upon us, O Lord God, Father. We ask that the whole fire will come down from heaven and we consume this holy offering that is brought by your holy people, that your name, O Lord God, be glorified. Father, once again, we say thank you. May your name be glorified forever and ever. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying. Amen. Amen, amen. Let's take our seats, please, for the announcement. Hallelujah. Where we bless the name of the Lord. The Lord has been good to us. Tonight has been the fourth night, and it's been so glorious. Both the day sessions and the evening sessions. We give thanks and glory and honor to God. At this time, we'd like to welcome those who are worshipping with us for the very first time. If this is your first time of coming to us, we just see you if you can just wave or stand. Is there anyone here tonight? Oh, yeah, we've got our brother here. Thank you very much for coming. Let's put our hands together for him and let's welcome him. Where we thank God. to worship with us here. I'm afraid that I'm sure you've been blessed. And uh, um, when you're going out on your way out, I think on the right, we've got a park there. Um, maybe if you can just pick one. And I'm sure that every information about the church is on the details. And once again, we just like to say thank you very much and the Lord bless you. Well, thank you, church. Tomorrow, we go into the fifth day of uh, this glorious convention. Remember what Jesus says in the book of John, chapter 7, verse 37, 38. He says, on the last day of the feast, he said, Jesus Christ stood and shouted with a voice. He said, is anyone thirsty? He said, let him come and drink. And drink out of the living water. It's been so awesome. Tomorrow is the last day of the day session. And also the evening session. And I know that when we come or whether if you have not been attending, I want to encourage you. Let's come. And I know that your life will not be the same again. I have one, since this convention has been going on, I know one thing. There will be manifestation at the end of this convention. 
One thing greatly I see in the heart of, the, of our Father in the Lord, if you have been following the trend of this convention, is that you and I should manifest. As we have seen him manifest, that we also should manifest. And that is the greatest desire. We've seen everything we've read in the Bible, we have seen him manifest in his life. And I know that definitely, definitely, there will be manifestation as never before. And I know that the Lord Almighty will fulfill it. Well, we just like to welcome those who are here. I mean, I'll start with the PVM. I know today, uh, we have within us today, Pastor Kukwola. We have Pastor Kukwola visiting us today from the PVM. And also we have Pastor Chunde and Pastor Bola Ogedigbe. That's Pastor Ogedigbe. Let's put our hands together for him. We thank God for their life and we thank you for coming to celebrate with us at such a time as this. And also we have all our, our PVM ministers who have been with us. Reverend Collier. Reverend Collier. We thank you, man. We have Pastor Notota over there. We thank you. Reverend Kuti. Thank you very much, sir. And also we have Pastor Tosin and Pastor Judy Tomemiwo. Thank you very much. Let's put our hands together for them. We bless your name and we thank you very much. We pray that as we have come to celebrate with all the Lord, we celebrate with you. And the Lord will reign upon us. The desires of your heart during this convention will be made. And by the time you go back to your churches, I know the hands of God will be made manifest. Thank you. And also we just like to say to thank God for all our, our pastors from Lagos. We have Pastor Dako and Pastor Bumishoko. Let's put our hands for them. And from, from Ennis, we have Pastor Yabo Matthew. Thank God. And from Limerick, we have Pastor Katrina Dekoji. Also, we have Pastor Benson from, from Bristol. And we have Pastor Roger from Birmingham. Hallelujah. Where well, we thank God and we bless God for this. And we also thank God for also all the Birmingham church members. Birmingham church members. Thank you very much. The Lord bless you. And our very own house of El Shaddai. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. And we thank you. We really, really thank you from the depth of our heart for coming at such a time to rejoice with us. The things of joy will not cease in your heart. Also, we thank God for all the church members, both every, every part of CFT. We thank God for every individual life. We bless you and thank you all for coming. And I know, as I've said, at the end of this convention, you will manifest. You will manifest. You will manifest and the Lord will bless you. Let's don't forget, tomorrow, Friday, is the last day for the day session. It's been awesome. And the evening session. Sunday is going to be unfinished. I pray that, Lord, as we come, the Bible says the expectation of the, of the righteous will not be cut off. As your expectation will not be cut off since the beginning of this week, it will never be cut off. Thank you very much. Let's welcome our Father in the Lord. The Lord bless you all. I think, Pastor, you didn't introduce the Dublin church. Dickiness. Can we just listen to the memory lane for five minutes? Choir, if you want to sit down, you can. Memory lane, please. Are you ready? Are they in tune? Doctor? 
Is there anything cute for today? It's not cute for the day. Okay, I'm the memory lane. Shall we rise up, please? <laughs> I told you that every day you should kill an episode. Pardon me? Two minutes. Two. Oh, it's been adjusted to be ready in two minutes. In two minutes, you will have been in our house. Now, you will do it tomorrow. Shall we just thank God for tonight? Father, we bless your holy name. Since morning that we started, we have come to a good ending. We exalt you, Lord God, for your blessing. In Jesus' holy name. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the forever and ever. Amen. Shall we read together Second Corinthians 13, 14? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now. Amen. Turn to somebody and tell that person surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. All the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary. And grant you support from his Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices. 
and accept your burnt offering. May He give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for you. We are victorious and will lift up the banner in the name of our God. May the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may He open a book of remembrance concerning you and fulfill all the heart desires. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, the God who desired pleasure in revealing himself to his saints, may he reveal himself to you. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house. our confession. God bless you and see you tomorrow. Please let's be seated and the ushers will lead us as row by row.
If you want the power, you have to check him every hour. If you want the spirit, you have to check him every minute. If you want the weapon, you have to check him every second. Man, the good, good remedy. If you want the power, if you want the power, you have to check him every hour. If you want the spirit. 